Hello and welcome to Everyday Wholeness with Lori Fletcher. I so hope to come to you with encouragement and with joy and with hope, which I've learned are things that are not tied to our circumstances, but instead in the messages and person of Jesus. I hope here to tackle relevant topics of today and provide you with practical ways of feeling like you are living in a place of peace and wholeness every day. Good morning or afternoon, whenever it is that you are listening to this. This is Lori Fletcher with Everyday Wholeness, coming to you with episode three, entitled, Let It Be a Mess. Now, let it be a mess to me is something that the Lord uh, spoke to me on a Saturday morning. And it is always so incredible to me how something as simple as let it be a mess or simple four words that the Lord can speak to your heart generally can touch you on so many different levels of who you are. And so I hope to touch on not just the surface of let it be a mess with you today, but even deeper, even into the core of, of the message here. So I'm going to go into it and say, let it be a mess. Let it be a mess came to me when it was just kind of a normal Saturday morning. I, I'm personally just in this season where I'm not getting a whole lot of sleep. Uh, I have two babies, two young babies, and uh, for a while there, neither of them were sleeping through the night. And this particular morning, both of them were not having a great morning either. They were both crying a lot. And I was nursing probably my third cup of coffee. And I felt like, I felt like the weight of the mess that I was in. Like I felt the weight of very little sleep. I felt the weight of the babies crying. I felt the weight of the chores that needed to be done, the laundry that needed to be done. I felt the weight of knowing the kitchen was a mess. I felt the weight of weight, like knowing I haven't lost the baby weight yet. And that was just one that was thrown in there. And all of these thoughts, I felt the weight of that. And I felt the weight of knowing I had promised myself to do something that day that I hadn't gotten to yet. And as I went to the Lord in prayer, sitting in my, what I call my prayer chair, I just heard him say, let it be a mess. And the minute that I felt like I heard him say that, I almost collapsed in relief. Of course, let it be a mess. And I just immediately remembered the story in Luke that I know we've all heard several times. And if you haven't heard it, this is the story where Jesus is coming to Martha's home uh, to, to just have dinner. And as he's coming to Martha and Mary's home to have dinner, you know, Martha is the one doing all the preparations. So in that moment, I felt I had, I shifted from Martha to Mary, but Martha's the one doing all the preparations. And in real time, 
I know that most of us are Martha, where we're doing all the things and we're doing all the preparations and we're doing all the cleaning and we're doing all the cooking. And, but then, but then Jesus and Mary have this intimate moment where Mary is just sitting at his feet, listening to him. And the thing that Jesus says during that lesson in Luke 10, 38 and 42, is he says, Mary has chosen the better thing, the thing that is needed, indeed only this one thing. And that's a paraphrase, but those intimate moments with the Lord are indeed only that one thing that we need in the middle of the mess, whatever that mess may be for you. That mess for you might actually be like my Saturday morning where it was very literally a mess or that mess for you might be a a situation you're going through. It might be a problem that you're having in a relationship. It might be something at work. Uh, I've I'm mentioning those because I've actually been in all of those situations. And so let it be a mess is about sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to him, opening up your heart and letting his intimacy come in and override and drown out, drown out the noises that come with your mess, drown out the sounds, drown out the tasks, drown out the things that are seemingly so important that they're taking you away from the one needed thing. And that's being in the presence of Jesus and sitting at his feet. Our mess is never overwhelming to God, never. And his solutions for cleaning it up are also never overwhelming to God. He's actually not even concerned about the mess, usually. Jesus wasn't sitting in Martha's home critiquing the scented candle in the corner or whether or not her house was clean or her laundry was done. He wasn't concerned about it at all. Like, he didn't even see it. All he saw was Mary sitting in front of him while he was pouring into her. Jesus is always focused on the state of our heart, the pattern of our thoughts, and how we respond or how we are responding to our mess. And he's always interested in us choosing the better things. If not even the better things, indeed only the one thing of sitting at his feet. So it brought to light that story in Luke for me in a different way. I know that we've heard that story. I know I've heard that story over and over many, many times, multiple times. But since that Saturday morning, I think the Lord has told me, let it be a mess of probably about five different times. So the next thing I'm going to tell you about letting it be a mess is when you're choosing to let it be a mess and you're choosing to sit at the feet of Jesus and you're just choosing the better things, I encourage you on a practical note because that is the way that 
I'd like to shift. I always like to shift from, from the heart of, of wholeness that we find in Jesus also into how do we apply that practically in our lives. So practical, practical choosing to let things be a mess. And if you have to write this down, then you can write it down. I know that I had to. So when I'm consciously letting it be a mess to choose the one thing that's good or the better things that are good, I have actually had to sit and write down, these are the things I'm choosing, which act, which means these are the things I'm not choosing. And I'm going to give you a couple examples so that you can apply this practice to your life. So if you're choosing to spend an hour with Jesus in the morning before your kids wake up or before you have to start your day, then you're consciously not choosing other things. And that's okay. And you can write those things down. I'm choosing not to sleep in for an extra hour. I'm choosing not to get distracted on social media. I'm choosing the better thing. And you can write it down. You can make two columns and you can say, this is what I'm choosing and this is what I'm not choosing. I'm actually looking at my own paper where I've done that as the Lord's been teaching me to let it be a mess. So on this particular Saturday, the thing that the Lord had me write down was if I'm playing, teaching, and interacting with my kids, then of course there are things that are going to be a mess because if my focus is on really investing in the children and me using my time and my energy for that, then I'm not using my time and my energy for the pile of laundry in the corner. (laughs) Um, I'll get to it later, but this is the important thing. And so those are, those are just a couple examples. Uh, let me see if I got another one for you. I do. Uh, this is the one that, uh, sorry, it's going to be hard for me to get through without getting emotional, but if my personal goals and ambitions are on hold for a little longer so that I don't miss out on what's happening right now, this thing, this season, this one time opportunity to raise these little kids while they are my little kids, then so be it. Those things are on the shelf a little longer. Or if I am reaching my goals and playing with my kids, then there are some things that are just going to have to be a mess. So if I'm doing both of those things, which are more important, I think, then there's just going to be days when the house doesn't look perfect, which is hard for me. It sounds silly, but anyway, so I practically encourage you if any part of this message is reaching you on a level that, you know, you would love to be relieved of some of the weight that you're carrying. I encourage you some of those things, let them be what they are and trade them for being at the feet of Jesus and choosing the one thing that is needed and then allow him to walk you through the things that he wants you to trade out. The things you're saying yes to and the things you're saying no to. And that's my encouragement for you on let it be a mess. I hope this blesses you. This has been Lori Fletcher 
with everyday wholeness. Closing out and imparting on you growth, hope, and healing. If you'd like to support this podcast, there's a chance to do so in the app.